0: Hey, and welcome to another episode of Hold My Whistle. Today is August sixteenth. I'm Paulo. I'm Foy, and yes, he is back with us. Long awaited, the
1: podcast creator of Cinema Adventures, the producer of Hold My Whistle, Randy Romero. Let's clap it up one time for Randy.
2: It's good to be back. Thank you, gentlemen. Hey,
1: he came after working. It's, it's a long shift. It's like 1230 a.m. We're good to go, but Randy's... Randy's up. had a long day. Long day. Long day. I feel like the show's missed me. Yeah, yeah. We've, we've definitely mentioned you. We've turned and looked and like, Randy, fact check. Oh, wait, you're not, not there. Mm. Boo earns. Ears. Yeah.
0: My ears have been burning. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of teams, you know, when they get a rookie and stuff, or like maybe you join a fraternity, they haze. And because Randy's been missing I feel like we need to haze Randy a little bit
1: I I concur so what are some of your favorite hazing moments um I oh god um I got pushed into oh, as Paulo hits the table as he stands up I uh I remember getting pushed into a trash can as a freshman by a senior but he didn't know I played football at the time and he never messed with me after that because I was kind of a stud as a freshman and you know, that was pretty much it. That was a, the only time I really got hazed. What about you, Paulo? Well, uh, at live Oak High. If when you're an incoming sophomore, because
0: freshmen had to go to junior high because there was a boom in population during the mid the late '90s, we would we would, we were called puppies. So oh, I'm sorry. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> Anyways, we're about to haze Randy, R- Randy? and I just poured him a, f- a half a finger. What is this, gasoline? A muzzle flash. His hazing. Forget <laughs> what we Holy used to crap. haze with. We're hazing Randy.
1: He's got to take the
0: muzzle Ooh. flash. If you Here. didn't hear our last episode, give I, I it.
2: might need this after today.
0: Okay. Do you, do you want me to open your cactus cooler? Yes,
2: please. Oh, oh my. Oh. Yeah, Randy. Oh, my God. Tell me, how does it smell? This is like infamous it's it's, by now because it's, it's a it's hold pretty, my whistle. Like. It's pretty repugnant shit. Oh, man. Okay, Randy.
0: Pay Toilet your, water smells better than this. Pay your dues. Bottoms up. Ooh, so I got to drink this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you do. Uh. And it's, look at the ice is already like, it's watered down already. Okay, take that shot. This is only for your audience. I hope you It know. is. It is. Right. Ew. Ew. Oh, oh.
1: It's so oh. gross. And Why are oh. you licking your lips so much? <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh. Oh. <laughs> Oh, oh
1: my god. god oh you don't know how good this i wish oh. we would have had our phones oh. recording oh. so it could have been an instagram moment oh, oh randy good oh. to have you back buddy oh, who my, the hell made this stuff some fucking the asshole from, Check- some it. asshole from washington yeah chuckanuck bay fuck that place oh man oh. your day job oh <laughs> Oh,
0: now you know our pain. Mm. Yeah, good to have you back. (laughs) I want to come
2: back for the real whiskey time.
0: Oh, yeah. There's going to be, you know, it comes the good and the bad. Yeah. You got to try them all. And like I said, we're into hazing now. Some people say it's against the law. I say Uh, if there's
1: grass on the field, play ball. Boom. All right. Well, hey, like I said, it's August 16th before you had a big day this week. Uh, Big day. uh, What's today? Today's the 16th. So two days ago. Was my ninth anniversary to my wonderful wife, Veronica. Congratulations, the two of you. I don't know how you've done it, Veronica. Yeah, I Aww. don't know how she put up with me either. I mean, you know, there's the good times and there's, you know, there's some bad times in there, but somehow we make it through, and she's uh, the best thing that happened to me. Right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's I do my best not to screw things up, and she holds it all together. I like how you're in, Like, you're not a social media guy, not at all. But you show. Your wife made your love on your anniversary. Oh, you know, I, I, you have to. You know, I, I don't post a whole lot. The picture of you, like, dancing on the beach, spinning her? Yeah, you know, that. well, she posted that one. Because oh, okay, that was her then. We actually, because when we went on vacation, uh, we paid to have some f- some photos taken, and we, we picked, like, five or six photos, and that was one of them. Just to let you know that sand was probably upwards of 90 degrees, and quick feet speed drills it's a good thing i have very like callous dead, calloused dead feet because well,
0: sean's toe first of all it hasn't it's called the ace of spades oh my big toe it is huge and crusty yeah it's it's called the ace of spades it's but hey i just want to wish you and veronica a happy anniversary i'm glad you guys found each other is the best thing for you i appreciate best thing it for me
1: yeah it you worked know, out real well it for you paulo
0: absolutely i, I miss you you know it's fun talking about your wedding
1: it was one of the best weddings dude your guido look at our wedding you had those like half glasses with the pinky ring our our suits were very dapper we looked good we went for it it was a crew of dudes you had a long um my row of my groomsmen i outnumbered my my wife's bridesmaid i want to say i had 10 maybe 12 groomsmen and she had like eight bridesmaids
0: yeah it was a pretty serious time i i you know the whole weekend was fun uh I did a great
1: rendition of La Bamba. Oh, that is still the night before I karaoke is, night. To this day, we need. We've been trying to get that reenacted. We went to this place in uh, Pismo Beach, Harry's Nightclub and Beach Bar. We waited all night because Paulo said he was going to karaoke La Bamba, and it was a long. It's a serious karaoke bar. Oh yeah, it was the last song of the night. Mm-hmm. We waited till closing time. We were for, playing pool. The bar was still packed. Oh, it was packed, and. I step onto this karaoke stage,
0: and when I say stage, it was multiple screens, legit lights. I had a production. It was legit. Yeah. And, you know, I don't think my boys knew how serious um, I was with Abella Bamba. Oh,
1: I had no idea you were that good. There was three screens. I didn't have to look at one. Paulo's opening act, he's back to the crowd as soon as the opening guitar riffs, He turns around to the crowd and just rocks it. Like, perfect Spanish, perfect vocals. I mean, it's as if Richie Valens was in the building that night. Oh, yeah. I felt his spirit inside of me. I've I've never had
0: another man inside of me, but that moment, I...
1: (laughs) (laughs) Richie! Anyways, oh, you know, and then the wedding
0: was great, you know, under an awesome tent on a cliff next to the beach. Dude, you know, great food, tons of champagne. How many sliders did you
1: eat? Uh, I had at least about 12. 12. Jeez. Uh, oh, fuck, we did it again. <laughs> again. And uh, then if, if you go through the photos, you at multiple points of that night, you'll see Paulo holding at least one to two bottles of champagne.
0: I don't remember what it was, but it was really good. Yeah, all I remember, too, is that I wore, like, a pinky ring the whole time it was you had my signature up. my signature you know before bruno mars was pinky fingers to the sky or moon whatever yeah i was rocking a pinky ring exactly and whose pinky ring was that i sold it from my dad
1: yeah did you ever it, you back see back to him it,
0: it fits on my dad's like index finger
1: It only fit on my pinky. My dad's a smaller guy. He's like five five. Yeah, but he still yelled at you worse than anybody I've ever seen. (laughs) Oh he yeah. (laughs) Oh Tito. He's
0: got I don't know how a five five man has that much power over my two hundred and seventy pound butt. (laughs) But he tells me something, I do it. The the I'm a good son. The voice is very commanding of respect. <laughs> he, yeah, exactly. He, he doesn't need to say a lot, but he, it's right to the point. Yeah. Um, hey, let's get into the topics of the show today. Hey, we're going to talk about St. Ness football High School Week 1. We're going to do our starting lineups in Riding the Pine. We're going to talk about our whiskey. And we have our recap on our fantasy football drafts. A lot of te- got people out there doing their yeah. fantasy football drafts. OFL baby. Yeah. Um, but first, let's talk about sleeves. If you haven't heard our past episodes, yes, 40% off. Sleeves compression gear. HMW 40. Promo code. Type it into the, the search part of or promo code area after you the search part? No, you no, know, I type don't know into the search you, part. You Go into your shopping cart or check out. When you go into check I out. I hate shopping online. Why? I'm still just barely getting into it's it. It's so easy. I've I've done the Amazon Prime thing, but I've no, dude, I, it is easy. Dude, it's so easy. But I load up my shopping cart and then I'm like, shit, I can't afford this all. Well, it's and then kind have, of hard
1: when you take one of everything And then I
0: try to like, do you add and You know, you want to get two of these? No, and then I subtract into, But you can't really get rid of it, you have to like remove the item
1: Yeah It's
0: confusing to me I know, it's got to be tough for you It's follow. so tough And then like, the, the address, and then shipping address Like, Why do I have to type it in two times? Same as? Yes Yeah, not a lot of, not a
1: lot of sites
0: And then that. And then right in between that, promo code And that's where you type in HMW, HMW 40 Yeah, 40% so, you know what, I'm, you know, we've talked about the headbands, the sleeves. I'm thinking about the yoga pants now. Ooh. You know, Lisa's kind of preggers. We're halfway through it. We're almost at that third trimester. She needs some, like, comfy compression pants. Maybe slow low support on the underbelly, you know? And they have some cool designs.
1: Yeah. Oh, dude. You see, I don't go searching through the yoga pants because if my wife's going to wear yoga pants, that's on her. But
0: how much... Look at... Who look, doesn't love yoga pants? Everyone loves yoga Everybody pants. Everybody
1: loves yoga Everybody pants. Loves
0: yoga if you don't, you're lying.
1: Yes. you're. A don't bold, be that person. You're a bold-faced liar.
0: Yeah. Like, you haven't, like, turned your head. I'm like, oh, look at those yoga pants. She must work out. Never. Ever. You know? Hey, you could use yoga pants for yoga, of course, obviously. Or just laying around the house. Oh, dude, they're great. Everybody wears them. Babe, you look great in your yoga pants. Watching NCIS on the couch. It
1: would be law and order for me. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Dick Wolf. You know, hey. But on a side note, to the sleeves, my custom order should be arriving tomorrow. Dude,
0: you've I'm I'm most excited ever seen you about anything. I'm juiced
1: about about my custom order coming in tomorrow. I can't wait to see how good it looks. And, you know, it's like it says anywhere, anytime up to 8 p.m. I can't wait. It better be there first thing in the fucking morning. So I got some news for you. I don't know if you've heard, but Randy plays an adult league softball team.
0: Right. And they haven't been the best. But since we've been mentioning sleeves and we got him a headband, Randy comes up to me. Hey, bro. Two home runs. Oh, shit. Two home runs. It was the sleeve. And they won. And they won, which I guess was the first one of the year. Right, Randy?
2: Uh no, we we've won I think we won three games. But this was like the end of the year, right? This is the end of the year. This was our last game. Uh-huh. I wore my sleeve headband that you the, gave me. Of course. And I hit twice and I got so, home. So twice. so, so ready right, goes
0: two home runs. I'm like, oh damn, you hit two home runs? That's kinda serious, right? He goes, No, I got the home twice. He's <laughs> like, <laughs> so I hit it and then later I got home. <laughs> I'm already. You can't be like the producer of a sports show And not know the difference between (laughs) Scoring a run and hitting a home run run. And Susie's there She's like, you didn't hit home runs (laughs) Is why it was so funny
1: God, the last time I hit a home run in a softball game It was at a practice Practice like scrimmage game And I broke some chick's windshield That was parked below the field That's their fault Yeah, it's parked
0: there at your own risk That's their fault, like seriously Just because it goes over the park and hits the parking lot
1: yeah, out of the park. Yeah, it well, no,
0: this isn't. It have to go over the like the went, play structure.
1: Well, no, no, no. We were playing at uh Elksfield in Solvang. Oh, okay. And mm. like right outside, like right down the street from your house. Paolo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she parked on the side, and I like kind of hit a lazy pop fly, and it carried out, and I'm like, and all of a sudden you hear this. <laughs> oh,
0: fuck! You should have been wearing a sleeve back then. I should have. Randy wore a sleeve. And he got home twice. <laughs> he got home twice. <laughs> twice, guys. But it made hey, a difference. Hey, what's the promo code again? HMW 40. 40% off. Get it. Just Check do it. S l e e f s S-L-E-E-F-S.com. Perfect. Yes, absolutely. All right. Well, hey, not only is all that going on, your anniversary and everything, but for us as high school coaches at
1: San Inez, it's early for us, but it's game week. It is that time of the year. Um, games... Are abnormally early this year due to some CIF rule changes, but we are in week zero getting ready for our first game coming up Friday night. We We're play playing the Pomo Titans. The Pomo Titans. We have to go up there. One of the few grass fields still left in our area. I
0: appreciate grass
1: fields. Even if they're crappy, because all grass fields pretty much are crappy now. Oh, they're so bad. I mean, they, there used to be like a mystique to a good grass field. But if you're like a head coach, don't you want your grass field to like turn to crap so you could turn to your like school district
0: and be like, we need a turf field?
1: Yeah, that. Or if you're playing a really good team, you want to let the grass go really long so it slows them down. Kind of like what Notre Dame did to USC back in the Reggie Bush, Matt Leinart days. <laughs> I mean, you got to use your grass to your advantage. Oh, yeah. Because it's a slower playing surface. I always like how they try to bring in turf like after a rainy day, and you're like, you
0: could still see like the sod strips.
1: Oh, yeah. They're like, still There's still oh, yeah. seams
0: in the field. It's like, come on, guys. Let's... Do you remember, was it last year where the, the, was it a college game where the turf on the goal line turned up and they had to stop and the, the, the ground's crew the ground, came on? The crew, it was one dude and he was working for like five minutes. <laughs> And he repatched it all. He was like a legend that weekend. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure he was drinking for free all weekend. Oh, yeah. But week one, you know, real excited. I always love the anticipation and the, you know, the feeling I get week one. It's, you know, that weird feeling, you know, butterflies are happening, excitement, you know. and, And now that we're coaches, it's a little different. But I always get really excited for week one.
1: Yeah, like the the pregame nervousness never really leaves you. Like even as a coach, you know, it I shouldn't. Still, it shouldn't. I still, I still have that like worry, you know, just about uh, underperforming. And you know, it's 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 always been there as a player. It's like I didn't, I didn't want to come out and play bad. As a coach, I don't want my kids to come out and play bad, being a reflection of my my coaching. So it's like, it's always there. And I think it's, I think it's a good thing if you're not nervous or if you don't have any of that little, um, I don't want to say animosity, but I want to say just like that tick to be, to make sure your kids are prepared. It's like you. Yeah. Sh- it's, it's a reflection of you. Yeah. You know, it, it, You t- I take it, you take it
0: personally. Exactly. You know, you've, you've invested a lot of time It's and you know, everything's coming together. It's the beginning of a long journey, but you still want. Week one,
1: to be successful and to look like things are coming together yeah you want to start you want to start out on a good positive note, you want to get your season rolling off on a good start, and you know with us, it's like it's the first time ever i I can ever remember San Ynez has three football games in, in August, August. <laughs> insane, it's crazy, it hasn't even got hot yet. I mean, it's been warm for a few days, but it's like September and October, I feel, are going to be a scorcher. Right. You well, know? it's always tough. For, you know, our, our first away games are always a hot one for some reason. Yeah. I don't think, I think uh, the Napoma weather will be more accommodating. It's a little, it's a little more coastal, more coastal. Yeah. You get
0: some, some of that overcast. Yeah. You, get but, um, you know, just thinking about week one for me, I always think about to my senior year. And it was uh, our week one or week zero at the time. We had to play in North Monterey County, but it was September 11th. Actually, our game was scheduled... Well, it was scheduled for the 11th, and we ended up playing on the 12th. And they canceled it because of everything that went down. And, you know, we were a California team. And, you know, it was just one of those funny feelings. And, you know, listening to the National Anthem, you know, talk about that feeling condensed into one song. Yeah. And just... You know, you get that 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 you know, you're wearing the flag on your helmet. You know, it already it was already on there. But it just meant that much more. And it was my first time playing defense. You know, from being a Z back wide receiver, getting sweeps to haystack the quarterback, you know, outside contain. Yeah. All this stuff. And I actually had a pretty good game. I think I had a force fumble, fumble recovery, two separate plays, and two sacks. Oh,
1: nice. And
0: I had a face mask call. Oh, excellent. First flag. I think my first flag ever. Really? Oh, yeah. I did, I, how did you... you rebel you.
1: Um, yeah, I'm crazy. Outlaw. Yeah. I, like my, my most memorable week one moment would be my sophomore year. Um, it was my first game brought up to varsity. I was still 14 at the time. Such a um, young kid. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, we were playing Bishop Diego private school in Santa Barbara. And I just remember, oh my God, I'm playing with like eighteen year old kids and you know They're I, men. You're young men. Yeah. My mustache could compete with a lot of guys, but <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't quite there yet. Oh man. But going out on that field, I was super nervous because I didn't want to let my teammates down because I was the young kid on the team. I didn't want to be the And you're weak. playing middle linebacker. That's yeah. such a like yeah. Key position, centerpiece of the defense position. Oh, yeah. And and just like, God, don't don't make everybody look bad was my goal. And, you know, the first series I came out, I made a tackle or two. I deflected a pass and it was all downhill after that. It was like downhill. N- well, well in easy. A, in it was a good, easy. OK, good I get way. what you're saying. Okay. In a good way. Like I had a good game. Like I didn't mess up royally but
0: you, how lucky were you to be a sophomore moving up and to a solid team
1: oh uh, see i've always like the way i when i look back and reminisce on my football career I, like i was always the the beneficiary of someone else's misfortune if, if i have to say it that I way say it m- most opportunities are that way in football yeah like the senior returner broke his leg who in, was it uh his name was um Andrew, uh Chris Satterswaite. He was a routine. never heard about him for how long I've lived in the valley and all the stories I've heard. It's the first time I heard about Chris um, Swatterswaite. Satterswaite. He uh <laughs> broke he broke his leg running the ropes in double days. And there was two guys they were talking about pulling up. It was between me and this other cat named Eric Bowman. He was 6'2, 220, wound up playing D-end, but he played middle linebacker as a sophomore. And you know, they asked me. And I wasn't real sure. I hadn't talked to my uncle yet, who was kind of my advisor over matters like that. And you know, I really wanted to, but I wasn't sure if I was ready. I want like I I wanted to say yes immediately. Mom, well, can I think about it for a little bit? You know, I waited the rest of the day. You're such a wussy. I, you know, I, I I wanted to make sure it was right. <laughs> Just go for it. Pull the trigger. So I did, and the rest is history. I was a three year starter. You know, two. won every award. Except the hit man. Oh, I didn't say it. You said it. I, a- I had to, you know. But <laughs> I, I maybe you didn't hit that I, hard. I, I learned the defense, and I I was de- I was decent. Well, you now know? you're a linebacker coach. You're one of the best I've ever met. So uh, thank you, Paulo. I appreciate. N- that. Not a problem. I still ask you for help all the time. Hey, you know, but. Every time, all the time. My coaching accolades are strictly reflective of the kids I get that I coach. So you know what I'm excited about now that the games are starting and everything too is like, and it's a great
0: tradition that we've had with our coaching staff, is that we have the the home game after party. Yes, those are always great. And you know, I did. I was like, we're gonna party after the game, and with our wives and kids are gonna show up to somebody's house, and we're gonna have drinks, and like the spreads are awesome. Oh yeah, the wives are totally into it. But we party after the game, you know, win or lose. And we watch, we have Friday night focus. Well, no, football focus. Yeah, you See, in the Bay Area, we have f- Friday night focus. It was just Friday night focus. And it's kind of the same deal. Every hometown has that Friday night after the game TV show that starts at like 1130 or midnight, right? hmm And, you know, we all watch the show together. We watch our team highlights. But one of my favorite parts, and, you know... There's a lot of women in sports broadcasting these days. Yes. You know, I, like, a long time ago, I had a big crush on Michelle Tafoya.
1: Okay. I you can know? see
0: that. There's a new one. Our, our, our uh, buddy Josh loves her. She's a fantasy football analyst. Uh, what's her name? Taylor Rooks. Taylor Rooks. She's a hottie. Oh, yeah. But and we have a gem. On the all, Central Coast. Oh, my gosh. And like, it's been, this is like my third year now, crushing? I think so. Even Elise knows about her. Yes. You know, everyone knows I I have a thing for Jessica Vo. She is the KSBY sports director
1: and I look forward to her broadcasting skills. She's she's come a long way since she started. Um turns out that we found out today that we are the KSBY game of the week. Yes, Napomo for saying game of the week. Game of the week and congratulations,
2: uh, guys. Oh, thank oh, you. Yeah,
0: you
1: know, it's you know it's for week zero or week one, it's it's kind of a big deal, you kind know. Of, we we have a lot of hype behind us now. Kind of a big deal. We're ranked number two in Division Seven of Southern Section CIF. Um, so it's it's kind of important, you know, to come out and start on the right foot. And Josh got a like what a phone interview with her today. Uh, I don't know if it was a, a interview per se, just or some, it was some just basic a phone. questions. Yeah, just a you know a few questions, and then you know I'm Jessica, sure if you ever want questions, you could also call me. Yeah, we'd love to have you on the show. Oh, well, oh, absolutely on the show.
0: Yeah, but also if she just wants to have a personal conversation with me, just talk. I don't X's and O's. Yeah, you know, you know, I, I'm I'm open. Yeah, you're coming off kind of as a creeper. Not that my phone is always on. Am I coming off creepy? What's the email? <laughs> <laughs> What's the what? <laughs> What's the email? The email. Oh, I don't even, I don't have an email. Well, pop- my whistle. Oh, yeah, you don't, e- well, you could email us if you want.
1: Apollo won't check
0: it, don't yeah, worry. Yeah, don't worry about it. Josh <laughs> knows that.
2: <laughs> can I, can I just say, I've seen your guys' posters everywhere for the saying Ness. You know you guys have posters everywhere, right? Yeah. Yeah. Those things get me so pumped. Every time I walk into a store or a restaurant and I see them up, I'm like, oh, these look
0: badass. Where uh, were these when I was in the, high school? Did you see the the, ban- the 30-foot banner on the flats? Oh, dude, it's great. So
1: every oh, team yeah. that comes
0: in the San Ynez has to go through a, what, a mile stretch yes. of flat road, no matter if you're coming in. No one takes, because you're not allowed to take a bus up the pass. Yeah. Right? So they have to go through this mile stretch to get to our high school. And the city lines, well, Solvang lines up the, the pirate flags. Yes. About what? 20 flags. All oh, way with more the Jolly than Roger. That, yeah. Well, yeah, about twenty on each side of the road, I would say. But on the flats, uh, a local guy put up like a thirty-foot sign that says "Welcome to Pirate Country." It's awesome, so cool. Drove it's by it today. So
1: intimidating for a, a home team to come in. I mean, a team, a visiting team to come. Oh, the nostalgia is great. It's got that uh, small-town "Welcome to Our Town" feel. You know, it's like this is what you're in for. <laughs> you know what i love
0: about randy being here he's like critiquing every movement i make and he's told me to adjust my mic like five times well and i feel like i'm i'm giving it a blow job <laughs> it's the worst right now it it, it looks
1: like it well you it, were it's, just, it's, in, it's in the right position you were just talking about jessica Vo too. i need you <sighs>
2: to tickle it with your mustache but don't touch it <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't think his mustache game is on that kind of it, point is that you want, my, you want me to give my, my microphone a mustache ride? Is that uh, what you're saying? Yeah, that's what it sounded like to me. All aboard.
2: <laughs> the things we do for good audio. Oh, uh-huh.
1: Totally. Yeah, um, but week one, we're, look, we're hoping for some big things coming up. Uh, Napomo, Friday night, 7 o'clock. Uh, check us out if you could make it. Come up and watch. If not, check out the highlights. Hopefully we uh, perform... Hopefully everything works out good. Check us out on
0: KSBY too. Yeah. You know, let us know how we do. I'm sure we'll throw out a highlight. Hopefully we have a highlight that we could uh, put on our Instagram. Yeah. Hey, but well, let's get into the show. All right. Uh, starting lineup. Starting lineup. Give it to me, Fogarty. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Yeah, I always start this off. My, my starting lineup today is Tiger Woods, y'all um coming back from you know a decent performance in the british open and following up in the pga championship the the dude the dude was on point you know he had a couple of bad drives that kind of sent him back a little bit but his game looked good he was in the running for the championship all the way to like the 15th hole on sunday um it's almost fair to say Tiger Woods is back. You know, question it's, mark, it's question mark. That's like the LeBron Michael conversation.
0: Is it is he back? Does he have to win to be back? You know? He looked in. In golf, do you have to win?
1: Um, I just it's fun. Golf is just better. Like when when Tiger's playing well, everybody plays well. It's like playing win good. win.
0: Oh yeah. You know,
1: and TV ratings shoot out the roof. Oh people start yeah. buying Nike clubs, you know. You know, it's Sunday Tiger Red has some meaning again. The, the red shirts are cool again. Oh, yeah. Every, everybody's going again. M- Nike um, has not stopped making cool red shirts. Oh, dude. Like, I don't look good in red, but I will sport a nice Nike red shirt. Did you see on opening day of the tournament, I think it was Wednesday? No, it's the Thursday. Thursday.
0: One of the two, anyways. I'm not, paying that, I'm not paying that much attention. But he switched <laughs> his shirt in the middle of the day. Oh, really? Because he started off crappy. And he switched his shirt, and then he just s- started off the tournament.
1: Mm, okay. Oh
0: yeah. And you know what's funny is cuz like talking with the whole Tiger Woods back thing and we were talking about with Tony last night. You know, oh, he play, he you know, he saw some crappy shots and then that's cuz people don't remember 10 years ago. Vintage Tiger was getting himself Tiger out would of trouble. Put himself in a crappy ass area and then he hit miraculous shots.
1: Oh yeah. That made him look even better. Like I said, vintage Tiger coming out of a, a terrible first or second shot Recovering and either scoring a birdie or saving a par, you know that that was Tiger's way and his peak. Yeah, it's just always good to hear about Tiger winning or competing well in golf tournaments
0: compared to getting DUIs and divorcing his hot ex-wife.
1: Yeah, or pa- yeah, passing out at the steering wheel because he's on prescription drugs because of back pain. Oh, you know, well, actually, one good thing about
0: that me being my an Instagram stalker. So, a chick that he was hanging out with that night, her name is Lacey K. Summers. <laughs> she is super thick. And I... Lacey K. Summers. Check her out. She's she's huge on Instagram. Oh, I'm sure she blew up after that. Oh, she's awesome. So, yeah. That's one good thing Tiger did with in between his winning stints. <laughs> in, in his slump. Would you call
1: her a slump buster? Yes, I would. You know, I don't think they did anything, but... Yeah, I mean he she, you know ever, ever since cuz you know that that to me is like his rock bottom. Yeah. And now he's on the uh vertical ascension. Oh yeah,
0: he's looking good. Nothing's phasing him right now. And what's crazy to me too is like because he's had all these injuries, you know. Hey, I I remember like he was lifting too many weights. Dude, like he's Jack. He's Jack. He was in the three hundred. He's in the three hundred pound club. I guarantee he still benches three hundred pounds. Uh, I, if I remember correctly, at one point he was benching like close to four. Yeah, he, he's insane. Yeah, but because of all these things he's done and the injuries on top of it, he's had to change his swing how many times? Multiple times. He's been the best golfer at the top of the game with multiple different swings. It's not like he's had to work on the same thing over and over again. He's had to change his game throughout his whole career. Yeah, he, that's probably one of the most impressive things. About Tiger. Yeah, to I, me. Uh, yeah, I can see that. Um, who do you got in your starting lineups? Well, my starting lineup is the guy who beat Tiger. Oh,
1: okay. And, you know, I jumped on his bandwagon, like, episode two or three. Yeah, when he won the, uh, God, what did he win? He won the Masters? Yeah, he won the Masters. No, he, he won the U.S. Open. Well, he's won them, He's won two. This, this is his third win this year? Uh, it's his third win, but second major. He won at... Brooks Kwepka. Kopka. I still can't say his last name. I, I know you can't. Kwepka. What? Shinnecock. He went at Shinnecock. Shinnecock Hills.
0: Yes, it was a big one. for. <laughs>
1: oh, we love Shinnecock Hills. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Brooks is, you know, for however good Tiger's been
0: doing, and like you said, maybe Tiger playing well made him play better, but it didn't seem like
1: it. You know, he's kind of like the dude right now. He, uh, he He's def- the front runner. He showed some ice in the veins and some very – Important moments of that tournament. Oh yeah, I know there's not. Well, golf, golf is kind of done now for the next couple of months, right? For like six, seven months. Yeah, it's kind. Of, it's kind of on the back burner. So
0: you won't kind of see it, but I think for Tiger to really be back, he needs a Brooks to to beat.
1: Yeah, he he's got to be chasing. He's got to be chasing that that front every runner. great
0: great champion needs someone to beat to be an great. adversary. Right? Yeah, you know he you needs know. to be a villain. Randy, you know about that, right? The Marvel comics, like. Yeah, there's no Miss, you know, Professor X without Magneto.
2: No, you need
0: a great villain. Yeah, and so, not that Brooks is a villain, but you know, and might I say, like his wife looked great. But she, did you see the the picture of her when she saw Tiger? No, she saw Tiger at the end of the tournament and kind of found out. Oh, I saw that. <laughs> she saw, yeah. I saw that. Oh yeah, she she definitely saw Tiger. And got a little too excited. Oh really? Oh yeah. I don't know if it's Tiger's like a, back. It, it might not be a breakup moment, but it's
1: definitely like a hard conversation. <laughs> is, is he ruining that marriage? <laughs> <laughs> is Tiger going back to his old ways? Our golf clubs hitting windows again?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know. And she did not look as good as like when he went when he once in a She looked good. She this one was like mm. she had like
1: longer, blonder hair. That's I don't know what happened. Me. Yeah.
0: But hey, Brooks. Hey, You're in my starting lineup. He's, You're on my bag wagon. If we ever play fantasy, oh, Luis told me about fantasy golf. Or no, Oscar did, because he's the club member. Of course. Right? But I think we should try to do it one weekend. Um, you pick two guys. You average out their score. You know, you get a couple, you know, obviously a couple teams or whatever, but it might sound fun.
1: Yeah, we might, we might have We got thing. six months to think about it and then forget about it. Uh, It's probably never going to happen. It's probably like a couple months away. I think the first tournament of the year is either in like Hawaii or Fiji or something like that. It's some tropical tournament that they play. Well, they're teeing off on a coastline looking amazing. Oh, yeah.
0: It's pretty pristine. Yeah. What was the golf game? Was it Tiger Woods like 99 or whatever that they used to have?
1: And you get like Tiger Vision? Oh, dude, on Xbox? Or whatever it was, yeah, Tigerwood, Tiger Woods, Tiger Woods golf, something, dude. That game, but all the golf courses, you know, you were just in right next to the water. Oh yeah, it's it was pretty cool. It was awesome. I kicked ass at that game. Is
0: <laughs> like legitimately? If it was, it was like FIFA golf, Madden. Never played FIFA. Well, FIFA is a lot more popular now, I think, than yeah, it was before. Yeah, it, it was probably dog shit when I was growing yeah. up. Yeah, FIFA now is like anyone plays it. Like, will they watch real soccer? Probably not. But are they good at FIFA and they like playing it? Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. I was more of a game day guy over
1: Madden. Like, have you seen the new Madden? Well, let's talk about who's on the cover, Antonio Brown. Uh, Madden curse. He's already hurting. <sighs> He's already hurt. It's, it's it, you know, I know there's a couple years where it kind of skipped, but it's not gone. Dude, it, the Madden curse is real. Yeah. I don't mess with it. Oh yeah. I'll 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 put that out there right now. Was it Peyton Hillis on the cover too one year?
0: What a joke.
1: <laughs> one good year lands you the Madden cover. Yeah,
0: what a joke. All right. Well, Brooks, you're my starting lineup. Keep it up. You know, you're my number one golfer. Um, but let's get into riding the pine.
2: Sit down. What do you mean? You gotta have five out there. Sit down.
0: Sit.
1: All right, so my riding the pine this week is Rockets GM, Daryl Morey. Um, he's kind of an eccentric GM, to say the least. You know, kind of flaps his gums a little bit too much. Uh, but his most recent statement was uh, LeBron claiming LeBron James is the best ever by a bit of a big margin. <laughs> to me, Great descriptive words. Yeah, it's like, to me... How can you make that type of statement? I mean, the argument for whoever the GOAT, quote unquote, is, it's not by a large margin. You know, it's it's potato, potato. You know, like Michael, Michael, LeBron, it can go either way. Well, for me, even like, even if he is the greatest, you have a
0: guy on your team who's arguably the MVP the last couple of years on the team. Yeah. You know, and LeBron's playing at the same time they're competing throughout the year and you're going to say that and you know your stars going to hear this yeah. you know
1: maybe james harden doesn't feel like he wants to play for this guy anymore i don't know but james harden james harden to me seems like he's all about winning the scoring title and you know just, well, i don't think he plays that way to win a scoring title it's just how he plays it doesn't seem to me like he plays for a championship well that too he he plays for personal accolades well if he did play for a championship he'd probably move to another team Right, that's the way to do it. Yeah, I mean, he. Let's let's be honest. The Rockets don't have a super team. Well, they're close. They're, I, they, they're good. If they beat the Warriors, they're that's, beating Cleveland team. That's a big if. <sighs> do they beat the Do they beat the Celtics? I don't think they beat the I, Celtics this
0: last season. If they beat the Warriors, they win the championship. <sighs>
1: Yeah, come but, on, man! With, it's, it's hands down. No, no, Kyrie, no Gordon Hayward. Yeah, they, they, they beat him. Oh yeah, it's, but uh, I, 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 I don't question. it. You got to remember, they put the, they were the Warriors were on their heels too. Yeah, they, they, they had, they had them on the ropes, but you know, like all good teams, they, they need to finish, and oh, they yeah. couldn't finish the Warriors. They were up like fifteen, like double digits in multiple games, and still found a way to lose the game.
0: Yeah, when you not, go
1: zero for twenty-seven for from three-point range. You know, that's a key component to imminent disaster.
0: And it's just not a good year for
1: GMs in general, especially in the NBA. Uh, like just shut your mouth. Yeah. Digital. Don't
0: make comments like that.
1: Yeah. Oh, who was it? Uh, San, Santangelo or the, the Philly GM? Oh, who, the, the burner accounts? The burner accounts oh, talking man. shit. It's like, dude, come on. Yeah, you, you can't do that stuff. You got to find a way to try and motivate your team. That's not the way. Definitely not the way. Um, well, I think
0: it's my turn. Yeah. You know, I don't know if you've been watching NFL Network or just news in general, but NFL summer camp fights are just all over, and I'm sick of it. Really? Already? Oh, dude! Even today, uh, but D Hop, D Hop, one of my guys, love him. Well, actually, I have to fix him. So I think last episode I put he was on my writing the pine too because I said he was dating Iggy Azalea. Yeah, rumors. Oh really? Yeah, I guess she went on news and it's like, no. So either it was true and they broke up really
1: fast, or he listened to our podcast. Yeah,
0: he might have listened to our podcast. He might have
1: He, he might have listened to you, Paulo. You know, she's bad news. It's just but she's hot. Oh,
0: she's hot. I'll take it. Anyways, so you listen <laughs> to our episode. They break up. She, you know, she announces on the radio. But today, there it's the Texans versus the Niners. Uh, you know, scrimmage. And he lines up against Jimmy, Jimmy, Ward. Jimmy Ward, you know. it's And, you know, his helmet pops off because he's wearing, you know, he's wearing his helmet loosely. And no, I, think they it's say, his, I think it's his dreads that make his helmet fit loosely. Whatever the reason. Whatever the reason. He, he pops off his helmet quick anyway, you know. And then they, they start throwing a couple punches, you know what I mean. And, you know, at least that's someone from another team. But the other fights that I don't like are the team on team. Yeah. You yeah. know, you saw the Dallas Cowboys, even though I think they fought the Rams about a week ago, yeah. they, there's film of like Lyman versus D. Lyman, same team. Yeah. Jacksonville Jaguars fighting the same team. You know, there's a lot of, uh, the Browns, you know, th- there was film of the Browns fighting their own team, and they don't need any more bad
1: publicity as it's going. But that—that's—that's that's always going to happen in training camp. Guys are fighting for careers and a livelihood. But does that really? Help? Well, what, what chips does me it out? Does it help? About,
0: no. Yeah, if you're a guy who's on the cusp and you get in a fight, is that could be a final straw?
1: Yeah, you're. It's oh, not really showing.
0: Yeah, it's not really showing. Oh, team pride. It's just showing kind of like selfishness. Yeah. You know, and for someone who's been in a football fight. Oh yes, Paulo, you have. You know, I'm kind of an expert on football fighting, <laughs> you know, and yes, I fought someone on my own team, but it was during a game. You know, there's been some, you know, I think training camp fights never end up that good because they're quick to break up and everyone kind of jumps in. Nobody sees it. Yeah. But in a game like uh, Andre Johnson versus, was it Cortland Finnegan? Oh, dude, those were always the Great best. fight. I even like the hand, like remember Dion was was it Andre Rison? Yeah. Just a little quick hand slap. That was
1: great to me. Oh, I love dude. that. But it's one-on-one. No one's jumping in. No one's breaking them up. Yeah, you know, it's got it's got to go to blows and get to the ground before everybody starts running in. Oh, yeah. So, the, you know,
0: these minicamp fights, you're not really if you're going to fight, wait for a good time. Oh, do you remember what was the guy with the big old USA flag tattoo? Was it Turley? Oh, uh, Kyle, Kyle, Turley. Kyle Turley. Kyle Turley. I would not. Dude, he
1: would fucking pick fights oh, and okay. it
0: was intimidating.
1: Well, you know, you always get the, that one lineman who's just got some shit in his neck and he's a throwback kind of player that just is nasty and likes to get after it. Yeah. And you know, those those are the guys that are always instigating shit. Yeah, it's it's
0: Yeah, but did you you know, for all your years, Sean, did you ever get in a fight?
1: No, I never never, you know, no, never gotten a an actual altercation. Did you ever throw any cheap shots? Like a punch? A punch or or were you a grabber? Uh
0: no, I was or did you ever stick your hand in someone's face mask? No, I uh you got in a fight? No,
2: but a guy who was on our team. Someone tried to fight. Wait,
0: wait, ready. Hang
2: on, let me tell a story. Okay. So there was. <laughs> I'm just, I forget that you played football. <laughs> yeah, I, I did for like a season. <laughs> a season. Um, right? Football has seasons? Yeah. yeah okay. I, cool.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, yeah. Uh, a large fellow who was on our line, uh, he transferred in. Then he transferred out the day before our, or a week before we started our first game. He went to Lompoc. And everyone booed him when he got back because we thought, oh, this guy's gonna make our season. He's huge, he's fast, he's a good player. And a couple, him and a couple other guys on the team, got into a fight during the game. Oh man! Because they were like, you know, I can't believe you left all this stuff, and yeah, I was just standing there like, dude, I'm on special teams.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, so there was a fight. You saw it, but you weren't part of it. No, I was. Did you help break it up?
2: No way. Come on. Why would I do that?
0: Why not? Oh, actually, it's smart. Actually, yeah. You jump onto a fight that you're you're, you leave the bench, you leave the sideline,
1: you're kicked out. And the for, and the extra game and the next game. Oh yeah, it could be detrimental to your season. See, I was always the guy that you know you're talking shit, whatnot, and you 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 got you got a problem. I'm gonna find you at some point in that game, and <laughs> either I'm gonna hit you legally or I'm gonna chicken shit you to where you don't see it coming. Yeah, um, it happened. It happened to me my sophomore year at City College. We're playing College of the Canyons, and they were really good. We're getting beat like 42 to 14 or something like that. They ran a screen. I'm running it down. And one of their linemen that was out leading fell down on the side, like near the sideline. He's on his knees trying to get up and I'm running and I hit him right in the back and I run through it and I'm laughing at him as I'm running by. I mean, the guy didn't score, but all I remember is like 20 yards down the field, like I can hear this guy screaming. (laughs) He gets up, he's looking around. He My number was 35 in college. Um, He's like, I see you 35. I'm going to fucking kill you. You're dead. <laughs> like, he was so adamant to try and get me back. And this was in, like, the second quarter. He, every time he'd come up to the line, he was, like, a rabid dog just foaming at the mouth, like, screaming at me. And I'm laughing. And I can tell he's just so mad. Um, It took him to the, like... He got pulled probably, like, midway through the fourth quarter because the game was in hand. Yeah. But he finally got me. Like, he rolled me up pretty, like, he, he was four. Oh, he's huge. Six four three hundred, 300. And, <laughs> you know, he was, like... And he was crying, huh? He was so mad, and he finally rolled me. He caught me on, like, a sweep or something and he me. And, like, he, like, laid on me for a little bit. <laughs> And I'm, I gave him a, an attaboy. Good job. You finally got me. Yeah, right. You know, it took you a while, but you got me. And Fucking sh- David and Goliath. We shook hands <laughs> after the game. We had a good laugh. And, you know. But that's what that dude, seriously... Sometimes that's the best part of the game. Oh, Like, yeah. where you know you battle with someone. And the, those those mini battles yeah. between you and
0: someone I else. I love that
1: kind of stuff. Yeah, that, that was You that want to know funny. something
0: funny? So we're playing Palma High my senior year. That's a private school, right? Private school, Catholic. I think they won CIF that year. I'm pretty sure they won CIF that year. But they had this fullback. I forget his last name. But he was built kind of like you, bowling ball. Yeah. And he would just bounce off, and he was solid. They had a good line. And I came up at corner. I wasn't playing outside backer. And, like, he came off a spin move and kind of, like, kept on going. And I came in for the tackle good, but I took his back and I wrapped my hands around, right, just perfect form. And both hands had, like, full balls. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: it was just, like, I was, like, oh, you know, like, I knew what I was doing. And, and I tackled just... him quick, right? But, he, you know, and I was, everyone was, like, yeah, yeah. And he's, like, he grabbed my dick. <laughs> and I was, like, oh. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'll just like run off and get really excited.
1: But <laughs> so I, I to play off of that, I got a funny story. Um we were playing Morro Bay my junior year and uh we're beating the shit out of them and I remember we had this big pile up like you know, we stuffed them for a short gain or a loss and all of a sudden you hear this blood curdling scream coming from the bottom of the pile. And it's just you. Oh, sorry, Paulo's phone's going off because he doesn't know how to control his volume. Hey, hey, Anyways, there that blood curdling scream, and he's like, "Oh, like someone grabbed my balls!" <laughs> and like we're coming off the pile, and our guy gets up. He goes to the ref. You need to, like he points to the guy who he grabbed, whose balls got grabbed. You need to watch this fucking guy right here. He just tried to grab my dick, and. See, yeah. it, it was like the he was accusing the guy whose balls he grabbed. Oh my gosh, and it, you know, we 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 both, Paulo we both know who who it is, yeah, but I'm not gonna say his name just for uh, <laughs> was, personal, personal disclosure. Oh wow. Okay, um, that's funny, but I'll oh, I'll never forget that. I played with some dudes that there's were some, all there's about,
0: there's some cheap shot artists,
1: A, anything like what happens at the bottom of the pile is straight gangster. It oh, is, oh man. Like, fingers i've had guys digging in my face mask trying to like you, gouge you, my eyes listening to the old guys like the ray nischke's and the like jack lambert stuff like oh yeah they'd be biting people oh dude it's crazy oh you're under like a checking six, the oil six guys dude, fingers and hands are oh, going everywhere guys trying to break your ankles oh, it's like dirty. pulling your leg hairs like punching your ribs like, i mean everything if you get into that thing you know you better know what you're doing Oh, yeah. You know, survival of the fittest. You better not get caught because if the person catches you doing it to them, they're going to find you. I'm going to say if you're halfway good in the pile, you probably can make it in prison.
2: Um, you probably make it okay. This is why I played one season. You, <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's it's a rough sport, Randy. Yeah. It, yeah. It's, but it's, it's okay. A tough one. Anyways. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> Summer camp fights That's my as, as we giggle about this You know this will This will segue Well we can try to segue Why yes. is your volume not working? No the video doesn't show up Oh Christ Your your terrible dungeon internet's not working Yeah it's not uh, You know we're trying We're trying to get into our next segment here uh, I'm gonna make Paulo call it You know If you remember way back to to ours uh, What show was it? Like our second or third World show? World Cup it was World Cup. I had a I had a call the uh, the bel the Belgian um, goal.
2: Oh, that was great. It yeah, was. Sean great. Awesome. great.
1: Yeah. So he wants me to call it. So I, but I my I ch- phone stinks. Oh, I challenged Paulo to to make the call of the DeAndre Hopkins Jimmy Ward fight, and he's thumbing at his phone. It's just not coming up. Like it, the audio comes up, but the video doesn't. Dude, is there another? Okay, I memorize it. Just I'll just go for it. You're gonna wing it. <sighs> Are you All ready right. for this? Do you, want, do you want me to give you the countdown?
0: No, I got this. I'm going to announce it like a boxy fight.
1: All right. <laughs> ding,
0: ding. You're in, Paulo, and go. Josh a bit outside. DeAndre Hopkins lines up at the number one receiver on the right side of the field. Andre Ward
1: covers him. Jimmy.
0: Jimmy Ward. Who's Andre Ward? The boxer from the Bay Area. But Jimmy, they both, both might be boxers after this. You'll realize why. <laughs> DeAndre Hopkins hands fight and outside releases. His helmet pops off as he drops a hitch pass and instantly Jimmy Ward right hands him left hands him. But instantly before DeAndre Hopkins could do anything, the rest of the team comes in like a junior high fight and stands around looking, not doing anything. But if you don't, you know oh
1: fuck i'm so bad at this shit oh man how
0: horrible am oh, man. i oh you had it my highlight for the moment no
1: don't don't do not <laughs> encourage him. Yeah, it was that it wasn't good was, that was straight dog
0: shit, oh, Randy. hey but look okay, at no video and all i wanted to mention too was did you see richard sherman at the bottom of the he was like he was in there
1: oh yeah richard sherman jumps in there and all? oh
0: yeah i was like oh you know he's in there all right that, First, so that was my failed ugh.
1: god that was so bad
0: First off, we got to get Wi-Fi down here.
1: Yeah. Oh, the Wi-Fi is poopy. Paulo, I don't think I've ever been more disappointed This
0: than you. is so sad.
1: <laughs> I really needed that visual aid of looking at the uh, film. F- first off, first off, DeAndre Hopkins catches the hitch. He fest. did not it, catch it. Looked it looked like he caught it, it to me in the video. It It looked like he caught it. And <sighs> then his helmet pops off. Jimmy Ward didn't like getting slapped. They, there was a couple, you know, they were talking. They were talking, and then there's a shove. Then there's another shove. Then D-Hop comes back and pops him. And then Jimmy Ward comes up, one-twos him, and clocks DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, looked good. Like, he almost dropped him. Like, he stumbles to the side. Yeah. And Jimmy Ward pounces on him, and then the bench is clear. Yes.
0: And so that was my you-call-it moment. But I just want to bring up D-Hop one more time, too. Do you remember when it was the Texans versus the Washington Redskins? And it was Hard Knocks. Oh, dude. And it was D'Angelo Hall. He shook, like, dude. Him and D'Angelo Hall. It was Hall. almost a fight. It was almost a fight, but he shook him so bad. He blew his knee out. <laughs> and, and like, ended his career, right? He, had, he already was injury prone. But it was one of the worst shakes.
1: Oh, dude. Like, you like, see his knee blow out. The pre-build the pre build up to that, the shit-talking is great oh, between D, the two D, of them. I believe DeHop is probably one of the best shit-talkers
0: in the NFL and right now. And it's
1: just like chirp, 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 chirp. He was saying, well, what well, was it? Like he came up to me, you do
0: that to me? Because I think he did a head slap on the corner at the time. Yeah. And D'Angelo comes up to him, is like, if you do that to me, you know, you don't know. And he's like, you better fear me. And all Hop is saying is like, I only fear God. I only fear God. Yeah, the couple whole time, time. The whole time. The whole time. And then he lines up on him and just completely—not like, even a good move. A couple stop and goes. He shook the shit out of him. Oh, it was so bad. But yeah, that was my call. It D Hop.
1: Thanks for not letting me make thank, a good call. Thank you to Team Agloni Wi Fi. Uh, <laughs> you might want to check with your um, provider. Yeah, because that was terrible, Paulo. Your broadcasting your well, your podcasting days are on the rise, but your pod your <laughs> broadcasting days are on the fucking oh, decline. I hope Jvo doesn't listen to this. Oh man, that was just oh, I don't want to throw another local commentator under the bus, so I won't do it. <laughs> oh, I, was, yeah. I was gonna call you the rooster right there. Oh, is he that bad? <laughs> personally, personally I think so. But oh. that that's just me. Um but since Paulo's failed attempt at you call it like was just an absolute shit show. We're gonna go into a better segment. Uh, we're gonna go into whiskey time. Oh yes. So you know, we we were, Randy had a little bit of muzzle flash. Gross. Yes.
0: And we've already had that experience. But you know, we bought an, a fresh new bottle. Well, first it was recommended to us by our yeah. good friend co-host Josh McClurg because he's now getting into it. Not not he he's always liked whiskey, but. As far as the old-fashioned game, yeah. it's becoming part of
1: his daily routine now, I think. We, I introduced him to the old-fashioned. We went out to a nice steak dinner one night, and uh, we went to the Willow's restaurant. And they, in my opinion, serve the best old-fashioned in town. Oh, yeah. Um, that bartender, what's his name? Uh, I don't even dude, know. He's not a bartender. He's he's a server. He's a server, but he knows. But he know he knows his shit when it comes to bourbons. Oh, yeah. And, you know, there's different, different types of old-fashions come to find out. I don't know what it's actually called but he makes a mean one. It's awesome.
0: Well so Josh is totally into it and you know we had our draft and we had we had some Four Roses at the... Four Rosas or Roses? No, that I, it, it's American. I don't think it's a Rosas. It's not a Mexican whiskey. Okay. It's Four Roses, and it was actually really, really decent. Really good. And, you know, we Josh left home with the, like, last third of the bottle, whatever.
1: There was enough for one... One or two one, more, maybe. You know, I'm you, pretty sure just it, one. Depending on how many fingers you use. But Josh comes back to us, and he's like, hey, I did some research. And if, if anybody knows Josh McClurg, he's going to do his homework. Details it's are... All he about goes, guys, the you don't need to
0: buy that $100, $80 bottle of whiskey. It's not the best for old fashions. And he looked up like a handful of polls and they said that bullet was the best for old fashions. And so what did Sean and I do? We go out to the local liquor store. We bought a pint. We,
1: you know, this is the first small bottle we've bought, right? Yeah. But I'm not gonna lie. I'm loving that bottle. It's a great bottle. It looks like an old apothecary bottle. Yeah, it looks like a cure all from the 1800s. Yeah. If you buy this special elixir, you know, <laughs> it's a cure all for this and that. And yeah, yeah, be strong like bull. Yeah, it's like it's like a castor oil bottle. Oh
0: yeah, but uh, and to- on top of it, when Sean's making the drinks, because of course he's my barman, you may. And- and not to mention, we drank two quick. Oh, it, it was easy. Most of time we do one and we enjoy it. It was pretty good. I, I told Sean this is uh, get some people in trouble because it's an easy drinker. It's not bad at all. And it is a good yeah. old-fashioned mix. But Sean poured two glasses. He's like, check that out. And it was really quick. It wasn't like he was like looking at the glass. He poured two glasses perfectly. Identical pours. Identical pours in each glass. And I was like, no crap. And we put the ice cubes in there and everything, and it was still perfect. I was like, "That is really impressive."
1: I don't think Paulo's ever been more proud of me. It was a great moment. Yeah, it was. uh, It was pretty spot on. You know, I just kind of eyeballed it, and you know, worked out pretty well. But the bullet is on. Like I said, it's super
0: smooth. Oh yeah, very smooth. And if I was like I was telling Sean, if you know, like a girl who's not used to whiskey wanted to have an old fashioned bullet would be the whiskey that I'd make with it. it. Would you know? And you might, you're probably going to get lucky that night,
1: you might you know it's, she it, might take advantage of you. yeah, uh, she she more <laughs> than definitely could it It's very smooth, it doesn't have that uh that traditional bite, you know, like right because we like a nice little balance. We want to know that we're drinking whiskey, yeah,
0: At the same time we want a little smoothness and yeah, a little, you know, little, little little tinge of sweetness
1: you know we try we try to get the best of both worlds because right. we're greedy like that when it comes to the whiskey. so the bite's not there hundred
0: percent, but like I said, it's an easy drinker. And it was good.
1: But let's talk about... Paulo found out a very interesting fact about the whiskeys we uh, sample for our old fashions. Yeah. So, you know, now that I have a
0: decent, you know, whiskey Wh- collection... Would you say you have a plethora? <laughs> a plethora of whiskey. Whiskey. Anyway, so, you know, I'm looking at the, the proofs and alcohol percentage, and it's always 50-50 on that. I really don't know why they put proof when you could just multiply it by two. Sure. Right. But we've our three favorite whiskeys so far for old fashions have been at the very top. Breakers is mine. Right. Which I think we're on we're the same page. We're definitely on the same page.
1: Dickel is number two for me. We love the dick. Oh. <laughs> and now Bullet is on our list. Of- Bullet, Bullet, Bullet is, a cl- is a third, followed very closely by Four Roses. Right, and Four Roses is actually, and I I, I want to check out the label. I'm
0: guaranteeing it has it's to at be. the same proof because the crappier whiskeys we've had, the the Hatfield McCoys, McCoys, the muzzle, muzzle flash, Bighorn, Bighorn. I mean, Bighorn is is probably the one in between because it wasn't bad, but it wasn't good. It wasn't good. So the good ones are actually higher in alcohol. They're at ninety percent. I mean, ninety proof, forty five percent, and the crappier stuff is at forty
1: percent, eighty proof. Yeah. So if
0: that has anything to
1: do with it. Yeah, I don't know if there's any direct correlation to that. But, but we are,
0: that's, this is how serious we're taking our whiskeys.
1: Exactly. This is a, a
0: no-joke whiskey review. This is the most serious whiskey review in podcast land. That, that's a bold I'm, statement. I'm, I'm bold. You very know? bold. I see a YouTube channel in the future. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> well, we have a channel. You could, But we just don't have any videos. It's <laughs> just our audio. It's just our audio. Yeah. Uh, visual is coming very soon. I mean, I, I'd like to think so. Um, we, we've got some things if in the works. If you want to see this face, just, you know, keep, you know, just subscribe
1: to our channel and we'll probably have some stuff up soon. Yeah. We, we've got some things in the works for the YouTube channel. Um, yeah. it's coming up pretty soon. Uh, probably in a few weeks. So where do you put bullet? Do you put it on top of your dickle or underneath your dickle? <laughs> to me, it's under the dickle.
0: <laughs> okay. Classic. Yeah. And I think so too, just for the, the, the missing of the bite. Exactly. Cause you dick, know,
1: dickles smooth. But you know, there's that, there's that little. But it's a little bit. hard. Also, <laughs> <laughs> hey, can I try some of that bullet? It's we drink it all. <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: actually, you know what? I'll go do. ahead. Hey, there is hey, a, a smidgen. There you go. Let's go hazing.
1: Drink that, Randy. I'm good. I'll no, go buy you, a bottle. You're killing me, dude.
0: <laughs> I'm drinking it.
1: Oh, d- all always good to the last drop. Mm-mm. I, we stole that from coffee. <laughs> Was that Folgers? The best part,
0: part of, of
2: waking up. Mm. Is in your cup. Hey, so
0: <laughs> <laughs> look at that voice, Randy, angelic. So it's like hey, an angel. but no, the bullet was great today. But we did have the four roses during our draft. Yeah. So we had our fantasy football draft, the OFL, yesterday's Outlaws fantasy league, and it was a pretty fun draft. You know, we had a big day. You know, picture day. We went to a, a farewell, well, not a farewell party, but we sent off some of our. Young, former players, former players to the Marines, um, and then we had our draft, and you know uh, we had it at our, our buddy Luis Andrade's house. Paulo's favorite Andrade, yeah, undraftable because he's an lineman,
1: but you know, you know he was a, my neighbor at one point. Yeah, he's a good dude. Yeah, his uh, his brother Oscar is a good dude too. He's he's moving up on my rank, so yeah. we'll give it to him. He always he's he's always rocking that deep v-neck and pinkies up but he actually had a few cold just, ones you
0: know it's i don't the v-necks don't bother me because he doesn't have a lot of chest it's that he wears a lot of sneakers without socks <laughs> <laughs> and he's a runner so you know his damn feet stink and you know
2: a, a sneaker guy
0: and it's, it's well you know and there's a couple of shoes i wear without socks but they don't last long i know they're throwaways oh yeah dude my feet he wears fashionable shoes without you know and if he is wearing socks they're the really low-cut gay ones so not that there's anything wrong with that i said the g word i'm sorry
1: not that there's anything wrong with that guys yeah
0: so i'm not a huge like paulo's a a crew sock guy i you know there's it's just i'm sure oscar's hiding a lot in those in those low-cut sneakers
1: (laughs) (laughs) anyways but i had a pretty fun draft oh dude draft day to me like especially with that you know there's a lot of shit talking i mean it's 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 a little different than most of our other drafts. Um, first off, I had to make like six old fashions before it even started because oh, yeah, everybody wanted to try. It. How, wh- the four roses was it was on point. I, I would you? I like it more than bullet. Uh, it's 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 close, dude. You know, I think it's a tie. In my book, it's a tie. I like the bite of four roses, but you know, the smoothness of the Well, you know where the bullet wins is the price point. Oh, dude. Well, it it was about the same. Like if we would have got the big bottle, it would have been about the same. Um, because was, you know the pint was like nineteen, and we got the liter. I want to say was thirty eight. Did we pay thirty eight bucks? Yeah. yeah, for the four roses, both. and it was like thirty five bucks for the uh, for the liter of yeah. bullet. And I was
0: drunk already. I think you were. Yeah, but both price points are, and they're both great for old fashioned. I would recommend both. Oh, totally. You yeah. know, either one. You you can't go wrong with either one. And so in our draft, Sean, um, who was the guy you
1: felt like. You snuck and got a win with. Oh, um, I got DeAndre Hopkins in the second. I mean, granted, I picked him from the seven hole, so I got him at like thirteen. But DeAndre Hopkins fell to me at thirteen. I think was a pretty sneaky one. But uh, my my favorite pick. I'm gonna bite off your homer team. I got uh, Jimmy G in like the sixth round. How mad McClurg was was so mad. Because so, uh, and you know, you could check our
0: Instagram. I posted a picture of, you know, and we talked about it in our draft kit special. Yeah. Like, don't cheat off some other people's lists. And Josh was all over your list. Oh, dude. Like, he's like, oh, dude, your 300 is different from my 300. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, man. And he was, there was one, like, where we took the picture. He was just hanging all over you. It and, was
1: pretty funny. But when you picked Jimmy G. He was so mad. Heated. And the thing of it was, is in our in that league, you have to have two. You have to draft two quarterbacks. I was going to come back the next round and get Deshaun Watson, who was his other guy. And I'm like, just wait, you're going to love the next one. But unfortunately, two guys before me on the way back, Deshaun Watson got picked up, so I had to go a different way. And I picked up Philip Rivers later, who is a fantasy stud.
0: Yeah, I. I I'm not a fan of Philip Rivers, but yeah, you're, you're absolutely true. He's
1: going to put up points. Oh, dude, he's going to throw the ball like 50 times a game.
0: Yeah, you know, I feel like I won with uh, my David Johnson pickup, and hopefully he recovers from his wrist injury. So
1: you're boasting about your first round pick? Whatever, Yeah, I mean, I I mean, I I stretched a bit on my first round pick. Uh, well, because I'm looking at everyone else, and I I, I just had the, I just picked the
0: best available. There's nothing surprising. You know, who am I going to get? I got Christian McCaffrey, JHIA, um I got. You know, Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams. Yeah, you know, it's like, but for where I was at the four spot, it was, you know, what I could do best. But one of my favorite moments of our draft was, again, this is another Josh moment. We have a penalty. If you pick someone who's already drafted, you got to pay $5. And this is pretty much Josh's rule. Yeah. He instated it or reinstated it, whatever. It's instated. Sure. Thank you for agreeing. And if you pick anyone, it's a $5 fee. And we're at near the end of the draft, and someone's already picked up the Texans defense, and he announces all loud, Texans defense, and everyone just looks at him, and he's like, "Shit!"
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> he was so on top of it because this is like maybe what twenty minutes after the Jimmy G thing, and he's still pissed about he's it. Still steaming. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm sitting right next to him, and I'm bugging him about it. He's already mad at me, and he loses five dollars to. Was it Oscar? Yeah. And that's when I said, hey, at least Oscar won something in fantasy. Exactly. It's the first time
1: he won anything in fantasy. Ever. Yeah. But, you know, it's like I'm looking at my lineup and, you know, I think I did a pretty good job. Um, Like I said, I got Jimmy G uh, running back. I got Derrick Henry, Kareem Hunt, uh, uh, Royce Freeman, the rookie I talked about in our draft kit. I also picked up Mark Ingram. You know he's going to be suspended a few games, so he's going to be well rested. Oh yeah, and, middle of the season, like you know, he's, guy? he's going to be that guy that comes in. Where I really thought I did well was in in the receiving core. You know, I got Stephon Diggs, Mike Evans, and DeAndre Hopkins. My no one cares guy. about your team. Right, Paulo, how many times have you <laughs> won the UFL? Well, there's only two years, and yes, you won the first one. I won the I
0: won the first one. I'm coming at you this year. <laughs> well, you, let's. You want to talk about my highlight moment this week? So last year, my coworkers started a, a league because there was a group of us that were interested and they started a league pretty fast, you know? And, you know, maybe there were some guys that weren't into it and like our commissioner and our commissioner left the league. And so I'm like, I'm still down to be in the league, whatever. And they made me the commissioner. I am a, now all, you could put that in my, in my Your bio bio. You could put it in my resume. I am a, fantasy a football league. In? I'm, I'm in, I'm a commissioner. I make the rules. Yes, you can make that trade. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever made a fantasy football trade? Yes, I have. When my team was doing crap, I'm not going to lie, I've unloaded my team before. To the number one guy? No. Okay. I don't think I unloaded. I, I I know I made a trade where it was... It was the 16-man keeper league that
1: you always make fun of me for, but it didn't make a difference. I, I'm I'm pretty stingy when it comes to fantasy football trades. Well, you, but uh, I tried to make one on draft day. You did. You were offering people I, during the middle of the draft. Who were you trying to get rid of? I was... Or who are you trying to get? I was talking to last year's winner, Kevin the White Rapper, and he drafted Travis Kelsey in the third round. I really wanted Travis Kelsey. Yeah. I mean, my tight end's Jack Doyle and... I'm looking at it, and his his running backs are kind of shitty. His receivers are pretty shitty. And I'm like, all right, I'll give you Mike Evans for Travis Kelsey. What I think stopped him from making those moves, too, is because how our drafting
0: system works is you only are allowed a certain amount of guys from each position. And then you kind of have to go, like, I think, was it his... Tight ends were already. He already had two tight ends. Well, yeah, we'd have By that to time, time, We'd have to drop when, a guy or go it. two for two, right? And so it kind of made things a little difficult. But I liked how you were going for it.
1: He's thinking that about was, it. That was a war
0: room moment. I he, was like, oh. he's thinking about it. You know what was bugging me? I'm going to throw one of our guys under the bus. D's was just taking forever. Oh man! After on the way back in the draft, you know, and and we're talking the first round, second round. Like you know oh. who you're going to pick. He was taking like five minutes. And what I hated is that. No one reinstated the clock. No one was watching the clock. There was no clock. I called clock to ten minutes. They're like, nope. Let him pick. I was I was pissed. Yeah, that's and then, all... and there was like two or three times where he took exactly who I
1: wanted, <laughs> and I was like, fuck you guys. Like I've said previously, you know, I the time is the time is always an issue. But what I hate is, is oh, that's a great pick. Like, it's your fucking first round draft pick. Oh, you took him from me, bitch. Yeah, like David Johnson. B- it's like, bitch, I'm picking number three. You're at nine. There's no way you're going to get him. Yeah, no. Like, we had to call Tyler Otis, and Tyler Otis was number three. He's like, oh, right, I want Le'Veon Bell. He's not going to be there, bro. He's not going to be at three. No, I want Le'Veon Bell. <laughs> Fuck you. He's not going to be there at and Josh three. was like at two, and he's like, if, if he makes it, the th- he's never going to
0: make it The three. He's never going to make it. That's so funny. Yeah. Well, hey, um, I think we're going to post some type of, of fantasy football info that Sean's been working on, right? Yeah, it's, it's, it's coming up either. There's a lot of lists out there that tell you who to pick, where to pick, strategy.
1: But there's not a list who tells you who not to pick. That you don't have to pay money for, because you can get the ESPN Insider stuff and all that shit, but you have to subscribe and pay money and all that shit. We're going to give you something on the fr- on the free 50 right. side. We'll po- we're going to post a list on our Facebook,
0: and you could use this when you go to your draft and just reference who not to pick, because exactly. a lot of people pick injured players or retired players, and so we're going to be your number one source on who not to pick so you don't look like an idiot during your draft. At least
1: early. Yes. Know. If you so. want to pick somebody up who's hurt late, by all means. If, yeah. if you got to fill some bench spots, yeah, that's fine. So buy your magazines, get your ESPN list, but do not forget
0: to go to our Facebook or Instagram. We might put them up. We could put them on both. Yeah. And check out
1: Foy's list on who not to pick. Yes. Um, but th- we're going to close the show up. But we're going to we're going to give a big shout out to uh, three former Pirate alums: uh, Travis Freeland, Stephen Enderly, and Ben Schaefer, Um signing up joining the Marine Corps. Yeah, they all left for boot camp this last Saturday or yeah.
0: Sunday, Sunday, um, three best friends and they have, and they get to go to boot together Yeah, and they're all slappies. Oh dude. And there's no way they're not laughing in boot when they're getting, when it's getting
1: yelled at. Oh man. They are in a world of hurt. They are like the goofiest kids and it's just, but we couldn't be prouder. We're, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm super happy that, you
0: know, I get to be part of, you know, be part of their lives and. And I, they made me real proud, man. I'm, I'm really excited for them, and hopefully, it's a good thing for them. And oh, definitely, you know, it's I say and then a lot,
1: <laughs> and then
0: yeah, no, and then. Uh, but you know, Ben Schaefer, like I, I've had him since my fresh his freshman year and graduating for, with wrestling and football. Just a good kid. Steven Enderly is pretty much like your every, favorite ginger. He's on the yes, he's on the list of favorite gingers for sure. You know, but like, what is it like, a, you know, his family runs a local gas station. Yeah. And he's just a staple of our community. He's like a hometown, good old boy. Yeah. You know, and then Travis Reeland is, just, you know, made oh. you look so good the last three oh, years. Oh, totally. One the of d- the best linebackers in San Andreas history.
1: Oh, yeah. Not a real physically imposing looking guy, but the dude could play. And, you know, props to all three guys. Making that, making that type of commitment to serve their country, their community, and their families. Yeah. Hey, thank you, boys. You made us
0: proud. Um, but, guys, we are very close to 1,000 downloads. Oh, yeah. I want you to, if you're listening to this, it's your job to help us get there. Just tell one other person that isn't part of one, subscribe to us, just to listen to one of our episodes. We are very close. We want to be in the 1,000 Club.
1: Help us out. it's we're on the cusp it's fun
0: to watch this stuff oh yeah
1: you know watching our numbers grow it just makes us appreciate everybody who takes the time and uh checks out our podcast weekly daily whatever it is if you if you've only listened to a few episodes or you're a faithful listener and you listen to every episode we appreciate everybody that takes the time to to check out what we have to say yeah so check us out also check out cinema
0: adventures you know i'm I'm just glad having randy back i know he didn't say a lot but it was just fun having him in the
1: room you know i like
2: i like being back
1: yeah, you know, it's he, a good time. He, he I miss you, gentlemen. He's uh, he's taking a bit of a hiatus, but hopefully, hopefully, this is his comeback trail. You know, he's gonna be be around a little bit more.
2: The best around.
1: <laughs> nope. That that's a good Cruddy Kid song. Ooh. Nobody's gonna take you down.
0: There you go. Oh, good. I'm. You know what? I'm gonna give it to Cratty Kid. Some of the best
1: music. Dude, it's an 80s movie. Oh. 80s movies all had great music, right? Such good pump oh, up music. Yeah. Daniel San <laughs> <laughs> But
0: you know I think I think that's gonna do it for today's show, guys. Yeah, absolutely. So hey, thank you again, Randy, for showing
2: up. Thank you guys for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. I'm glad to be back. Yep. I didn't appreciate the hazing. That was gross. Oh dude. Muzzle flash.
1: I felt it, bad for you. For is it still in
2: your mouth? Yes. I want bullet I, next time I come back. <laughs> or I'm not coming back. Or do back. you want dickle in your mouth? <laughs> <Hey>.
0: <laughs> you can I get need some, it
2: all in this area. You
0: can get some dickle in your mouth. <laughs> yeah. Hey, well, that's dickle gonna do it for whatever. Yeah. <laughs> hey, well, that's gonna do it for us today. I'm Paulo. I'm Foy. And I'm out. We're out. Okay. Hit the music.